You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 183, Patch the Energy Leaks in Your Life. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Do you wish you had more energy in your life? As a mom and as a nurse, I wish we could just bottle up energy. Like, I want to bottle up the energy of my five-year-old so I can just go like she does. She goes nonstop. And I know we try to bottle up energy, right? Like there's the five-hour energy shots and there's energy drinks and coffee and anything with caffeine in it. We put that in bottles and consume it and it does help us get more energy sometimes, but often we crash or there's other negative health effects or it's still not enough energy. So today, I want to help you tap into more energy so you can put it towards the things in your life that really matter to you. Often we think we need more time, and that would be great to get more time, but my guess is if you were given five more hours in the day, you would still overflow your time the same way you probably are now, right? We tend to do that. We're just used to always being busy. We fill up our schedules. So I don't think more time is really what we need. I think we need more energy. And so today I want to help you get more energy, not by creating more energy, but by conserving the energy that you have, by finding the places where energy is leaking out into your life, where you're losing it, like a hose that sprung a leak, So you have it to use for the things that matter most to you. Okay, so that's what I'm going to help you do. I'm going to help you identify some energy leaks, some of them being invisible energy leaks. So here's what I mean by an energy leak. It's something that drains you. Something that if you engage in it, or it could be a person that you spend time with, and then you're more exhausted afterwards, Just something that makes you feel more tired. It doesn't enliven your soul. It doesn't bring you closer to what you truly want in life. It's not fulfilling to you. So I want to help you identify what some of those leaks may be. Okay? So some of them could be activities that you do, right? Like maybe you're signing up for all these projects at work or for your kids' schools or at your church or whatever, like you are just having a hard time saying no. So you're taking on all these things that you don't really want to do, right? Like I'm all for you taking on projects that excite you that you want to do. But if you're saying yes, because you're like, well, they need somebody to do it. They haven't found anybody yet. I feel bad saying no. I've been saying yes to doing this for the past two years. And so saying no would be weird now. Like if it's something that you just feel obligated to do, then that's the type of thing I'm talking about as an energy leak. So we can trim back those things in our lives or cut them out altogether. So I encourage you to take some time to think about what some of those things might be in your schedule. 
And here's how to tell. If when it comes time to do that thing, you're like, please, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds horrible. Then you might have an energy leak there. Now, I'm not saying give it up altogether, but it's something that that should get your attention, right? Like this is something that is not energizing me. Either I want to cut it out altogether or I want to do some thought work and, and work on enjoying it. Find ways to make it fun. Find ways to make it more fulfilling to me. Okay. So, and I can help you do that as a coach. That's what we do. A lot of times we have jobs that we're not excited to go to every day, but we can make them more fulfilling to us. So find those things in your life. It could just be small things that you're agreeing to and you don't really enjoy or things that you think are just part of mom duty. They're like, I have to do this, right? Like Christmas is coming up in a few months. Can you believe that? And so I know this time of year is a busy time for family pictures. I've got some photographer friends and they say, this is a really crazy time because everyone remembers like, oh yeah, we need to get family pictures done before the weather gets bad. So they're in a rush to do it. So if you want to get your family pictures done, here's your reminder. But we actually haven't gotten our family pictures done since before Eli was born. So poor little Eli, we don't have any family pictures with him, like professional photos with him. And our fridge looks like we have one child. People come over and they're like, where are the pictures of Eli? But the thing is, it's not that we're terrible parents or we love Eli less. It's that we don't print pictures. So all the pictures we have of Evelyn up on our fridge are ones that other people printed for us. And we put them up, but no one's printing pictures of Eli for us. So they need to get on that. <laughs> or we need to fix it someday. But family pictures, if that's something that you're like, oh, we have to do that. If that's an energy leak, you can unsubscribe from Christmas cards. I mean, you probably still want to receive them, but unsubscribe from being the one to send them out. You don't have to do it. We actually don't usually send out a Christmas card. Sometimes I just put together a electronic thing, like a picture that I post on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm like, here's your Christmas card, everybody. There's my family. We love you guys. So you don't have to do any of that if you don't want to. So find those other energy leaks. Are there things that you're just like, I'm tired of doing this. I don't want to. You don't have to. Nobody's forcing you. So it could be activities, behaviors, volunteer things, that kind of stuff. And like I mentioned briefly, it could also be people in your life. Now, I'm not saying just like cut everybody out of your life. If someone disagrees with you once and you're like, that took away my energy, you don't have to cut them out of your life, okay? But if there are people that you feel like whenever I spend time with them, I end up feeling really negative, really exhausted, really bad about myself, really hopeless and helpless, then you might want to re-examine your relationship. And that doesn't mean you have to cut them out completely, but you might want to decide how much time do I really want to spend with this person? Do I want to cut back my time with them? Or are there ways I can be strategic about when I spend time with them? So I know you know, if I'm going to feel kind of down and tired after spending time with them, then I'm not going to schedule it for when I have 
some other things that I really want that energy for. And maybe it's someone at work. Maybe it's people that you can't really control if they're in your environment. But you can decide, maybe I want to sit at a different part of the nurse's station. Or maybe I want to eat lunch in a different location. And if you feel the need to have some conversations with people, go for it. But you can change your circumstances to make it easier for you. To make it so you don't have to hear the gossip or the negativity or whatever it is that you feel like is really draining from those people. Okay, so those are a few places you can take inventory in your life. But I have a couple other things that I want to mention to kind of get your wheels turning about some possible other energy leaks. And these are the invisible energy leaks in our lives. Maybe your energy is leaking because you spend a lot of time worrying. For me, when I worry, it totally drains my energy. I'm distracted and I'm spending all this time trying to solve problems that don't even exist. That's what we do when we worry. Like if you're laying in bed and you're worried about your shift the next day, think about it. Those problems you're trying to solve, all the what ifs, haven't happened yet. Most of them probably aren't going to happen, but you're spending all this energy trying to think, if this happens, then what will I do? And if this happens, then what will I do? And if this happens and this happens, but this doesn't happen, then what am I going to do? You see how it ends up being a million different scenarios that you have to plan for? That is exhausting. Now, I do think it can be helpful to run through some situations in your mind if there's something that comes up frequently and you want to kind of mentally rehearse it, then that can be really helpful. But if you're going down this rabbit hole of fear and worry and all these crazy scenarios that you're like, okay, yeah, there's a chance that that could happen, but it's pretty tiny. Then you might not want to spend your energy indulging in that worry. Your energy is probably actually better to save so when you go to your shift the next day, you have it to help you address real problems. Okay? So I know it's hard sometimes to turn off our brains and to say stop worrying, but just be on to your brain. That's the first step. Instead of just indulging in this worry unconsciously, I want you to realize I'm worrying right now. It probably isn't really necessary. It's probably draining a lot of my energy. That's okay. But I'm just going to notice that I'm worrying right now. Maybe I want to keep doing it. Maybe I don't. You definitely don't have to worry about the fact that you're worrying. It's okay that you are. Don't like let that send you into a tizzy being like, oh no, now I'm worrying and that's going to make things awful tomorrow. But just recognize I'm worrying and... How do I feel when I worry? And how do I feel afterwards when I worry? Is this really useful? Is this really helping me? And as you pay attention to it, if the answer is no to those questions, then it's going to be easier to decide you don't want to do it as often. And maybe you'll start worrying less. Okay, the other thing that can be a big energy leak in our lives is 
negative self-talk. When we tell ourselves we're not good enough as a nurse or as a mom or at whatever it is you want to do as a snowboarder or as a gardener or a house decorator, if we tell ourselves we're not good enough and we beat ourselves up about it, it drains our energy. Because then when we go to do those tasks, we're like, I don't want to do that. There's going to be a bully there picking on me while I'm trying to decorate my house or while I'm trying to do the med pass or while I'm socializing. It's scary and it's not fun. So it takes away our energy and our enjoyment from those things. Now, I know that, again, it's hard to turn off that voice in your head and you don't have to. And we also don't even have to argue with them. Arguing is kind of exhausting too, right? So when your brain is telling you you're not good enough, you don't have to be like, yes, I am and get into this argument or you shouldn't be telling me that. That's so mean. You don't have to argue with your brain about it. Just be like, oh, you're still there. You're still saying those things. I'm on to you. I know you've been saying this for a long time. You can say it if you want to, but I'm not going to believe you. And that's all you have to say. And yes, you can talk to your brain like that. (laughs) I do that sometimes. I talk to my brain. I'm like, stop being so mean. Or I talk about my brain where I'm like, my brain was telling me this. (laughs) So only those of you in Bold Nurse Society or here in this community or other coaches don't think I'm crazy when I say things like that. But I know it's kind of like a different perspective to take. It's kind of weird, right? But you can talk to your brain. And sometimes it does help me to do that to treat my brain like a separate part of me and just have this conversation like, you can say that, but I'm not going to believe you. I'm just going to keep doing it anyway, even if it's true. Okay? So that could be another energy leak in your life. Pay attention to how you talk to yourself. Practice talking to yourself the way you would talk to a friend. All right, and then our third energy leak, invisible energy leak that I want to talk to you about is complaining. Now this one, I guess is more visible because if you're complaining out loud to other people, then it's a little bit more tangible, right? Than just if it's in your head. Sometimes we just complain in our heads though. So I want you to notice if you spend a lot of time complaining out loud or just to yourself. If you do, notice how it makes you feel. A lot of times we complain because we think that'll teach someone a lesson, right? Then justice will be served because we'll have put it out into the universe that we're upset about it. And somehow that's going to make things right. But it doesn't, right? The people we're complaining about, the things we're complaining about, it doesn't change them. All it does is drain your energy. It makes you feel bad. Have you ever noticed that feeling grateful feels way better than feeling upset, feeling annoyed or irritated? So let's stop punishing ourselves with all of this dissatisfaction and see if we can just let some of it go. I'm not saying you have to let all of it go. It's okay if you're upset about something, if you feel hurt or you see 
areas for improvement or you don't appreciate what somebody did, it's okay for you to have all of those emotions. But when we complain about it, that's different than seeking for solutions. So I encourage you to make that tweak where instead of talking about the problems all the time and focusing on the problem, that's what we tend to do when we're complaining is we're just listing all of the problems and things we don't like. Instead, try turning your focus to the solutions. So instead of my schedule was so terrible, it might be I really would like to spend more time with my kids on the weekends. I want to talk to the scheduler and see if we can make that happen, right? Or I feel confused about why my schedule came out this way. I wonder if there was a misunderstanding and I should clarify some things. See how you're working towards the solution, like that's what's on your mind? That's going to be way more useful to you and doesn't create so much dissatisfaction as when we're just spinning out in complaints. All right? And again, that doesn't mean you have to be a robot. You don't have to try to think everything is lovely and perfect. You can express your sorrow. You can express your frustration. You can express all of your emotions. But it doesn't have to be complaining. When we're talking about it in a way that's just letting people know how we're feeling or describing our experience, it feels cleansing. And you'll know that difference because complaining drains your energy. Cleansing helps you recharge. It feels like you're letting go of a burden so that you can continue forward. Early on in my nursing career, I used to complain a lot about my hospital. Hate to say it. I complained a lot. I still work there and I don't complain anymore and I feel totally different about it. But I used to complain a lot. Until one day I realized this is just making me feel worse. This is making me feel a whole lot of self-pity and resentment and just tired when I go to work. I don't enjoy my job when I spend my whole shift complaining out loud or just to myself. So I want you to notice how much time you spend complaining and how it makes you feel. All right, so those are a few energy leaks to be on the lookout for this week. Notice if there's some physical things that are are draining your energy that you feel drained by. If there are some obligations, things you're committing to that you really don't want to do. It's okay to let those go. Notice if there are people that you feel drained by. And again, these things I want you to know are not draining your energy the activities or the people, they can't take away your energy. They're not that powerful. But sometimes it takes a lot of mind management to stay in a positive, energized place when we're surrounded by people or activities or things that we don't enjoy. So it's okay to put limits on those things. And then take a look at those invisible energy leaks if you're worrying, having negative self-talk, or complaining. And you don't have to be perfect at cutting those things out. I certainly am not. I still engage in those things from time to time. But just get that awareness and notice how it makes you feel. And my guess is if you cut back even just a little bit, 
you will gain so much more energy in your life. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week. Go get your energy back. Reclaim your energy so you can put it towards the things that really light you up. That's the thing is we can't create more time and we can save more energy, but we still have that amount of time to use our energy in. So save that energy, prioritize it for the things that are important to you, and then spend your time doing those things and doing them even better because you have the energy for it. All right. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to you later. Take care. 